0: hello this is jeff grinnell and welcome to youthology resources this week we are dealing with the topic of apologetics and how to share your faith it came out of our podcast from last week if you remember we were in michigan and we did a live podcast with junior and senior high students oh what a blast that was but at the end of that podcast we got into a discussion on how to share your faith. And we were not able to uh, finish that and complete that, and so I wanted to do that this week. So this week, I'm gonna share with you some practical ways on how to share your faith and get into this idea of apologetics. But I'll do that in a minute. Thank you for joining us on all kinds of formats, and I wanna ask you to share these with other people. We have over 60 of these leadership vids. They're all in the range of eight to 15 minutes, right in there, easy. An easy iTunes listen, Um, you'll be done with it before you get to work, right? Uh, Or maybe before you get your workout done, or maybe you'll end up listening to the podcast instead of doing your workout. I I I don't know. But you can can watch us at YouTube. Also subscribe right there too, please, would you? Um, Or if you go to youthology.com, that's our website, Y-T-H-O-L-O-G-Y.com, You can follow uh, all of our social media formats, the iTunes format, the blog manuscript, or the YouTube uh, page. You can go right off the youthology.com, okay? So thank you for doing that and for sharing it with someone else. Let's get into the topic this week. Apologetics is defined uh, really simply, uh, maybe it's a big word and you're not familiar with it, apologetics is simply defending and defining the faith. Okay, defending and defining the faith. Understanding the theology behind Christianity and what we believe in. Understanding how important that is and uh, being able to answer basic questions that will come to you if you're sharing your faith from maybe an unbeliever or uh, an antagonist or you know whatever. Um, one of the things that uh, having a healthy apologetic does, is give you courage and it gives you boldness and it gives you information. And with that comes maybe a less fear, right? Because preparation breeds confidence. And I've learned that in evangelism. Preparation breeds confidence. It's more than just that, yes, I'm born again and I love God and I want to share this with somebody. But it really is too about preparation and understanding the principles that that we believe in and the practices behind what we believe in, right? So that is a a, uh, clear apologetic. Let me begin by saying this. Youth ministry is going to need to move beyond a mono strategy. And what I mean by that is this. We need a more variety or diverse uh, strategies to reach people because uh, there are all kinds of people. You know that. There are alternatives and there are artisans and, There there are jocks and there are preps and there are brainiacs, you know, and maybe even your bestie, right? How difficult it is to reach somebody that you're really close to that maybe doesn't have faith or whatever. Those are all different cliques or groups or tribes, right? Listen, it takes all kinds of people to reach all kinds of people. I want you to think about that. If youth ministry isn't stuck in a strategy and it's only reaching one person with one way, maybe it's just youth services or it's just small groups, that's, that's too mono strat- uh, uh, strategic. We need to have uh, multiple ways of reaching people. And so I like to say it this way, it takes all kinds of people to reach all kinds of people. It takes all kinds of leaders, right? It takes all kinds of messages. It takes all kinds of illustrations, all kinds of language. And uh, when, when you uh, put all of that together, then we're able to reach more than just one individual person. And so that's what we mean by getting youth ministry out of a mono strategy, okay? All right, let me give you some practical ways to share the gospel. Practical ways maybe for you as an individual or a group that, uh, you know, uh, you want to share this with a group, uh, a small group and play the video and help them, that'll be really uh, helpful, okay, for for them. Here are three simple ways in sharing our faith or building a better apologetic. I call it GPS, GPS, the G is for gospel, the P is for a plan, and the S is for your story that the spirit um, it ignites in you. So let me go over each of those. Okay, uh, number one uh, in the GPS is the gospel, the G for gospel. Listen, John three sixteen. We know it. For God so loved the world that He be gave that He gave His only begotten Son. Right. And if we would believe in it, then we would not perish. We would have eternal life. And if you look at John seventeen, it says John three seventeen. It says that um, that. God did not come into the world to judge the world. Okay, um, it, it, it's a remarkable read. Maybe most of us haven't even gone into 17 and 18. John 3, 16 we're familiar with, but read through 17 too. It's just a, a great balance of the truth and the, uh, the death and, uh, on the cross of Christ for us, but then that he did not come to, to judge us, right? There's the grace and the truth there. It's really powerful. And then there's what we call the Roman's road. Romans 3, 23, Romans 6, 23, and then Romans 10, 9, and 10. And the way that I like to share that in understanding the gospel in this first area is to have students memorize those, it's really simple. Romans three twenty three is that all have sinned, right? All have sinned, that's where we start. That's like the ABCs, right? And then uh, Roman, Romans six twenty three 23 is, uh, and because of that sin, The wages of sin is death, okay? The wages of sin is death. So all of sin, 323. And the wages of that sin, 623, is death, okay? But the free gift of God is eternal life. So you have that um, all of sin, okay, 323. 623, maybe you can look it up in your Bible, you you know, depending on uh, if you're able to do that. 623, and the wages of that sin is death, separation from God, okay, and yet the free gift of God is eternal life. You'll see that there. Then you move to Romans 10, 9, and 10, and that we have to confess, okay, uh, and believe. So we confess with our mouth, we believe in our heart that Christ, so Romans 3, 23, Romans 6, 23, and then Romans 10, 9, and 10. All have sinned. The wages of that sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life if we just confess it and believe it the Romans Road, okay? So you follow that through. It, again, it'll be on the, uh, the manuscript, but that's the first, uh, the first preparation in becoming an evangelist or sharing your faith is understanding that part of the GPS, and that is the gospel. You gotta know the gospel first because preparation breeds confidence. Okay, second, the P is a plan. You gotta have a plan. And so this is the plan that I've come up with. I've shared this with so many people And maybe you've heard this before too uh, in one of our meetings or whatever, but this is what I do. And I want to challenge you to pick up this as your plan in sharing your faith. Every single month, witness to one person. That's right. Not every day, not every week. Every single month, witness to one person. Here's how I do it. I spend the first two to three weeks, just depending on on how close I am to a person or if I see them often, but I will spend the first two to three weeks of the month just praying for somebody, kind of setting them up. Because I've learned that the more I pray for people, the easier it is for me to share my faith with them. Because I've already gone down the road, I've already played it out in my mind, right? So what happens is, in that first few weeks of the the month, maybe the first half of the month, the first 15 days, if that's how you want to do it, you call, you're calling this person's name out before God, and you're, you're. maybe you even tell them when you said, hey, I just want you to know I'm praying for you, right? D- don't share your faith with them. Don't get into that moment. Just spend that first half of the month praying for them. Then the last half of the month, or what I do is like the last week, is I begin to serve them. I begin to bless them. Um, I, I open their locker if you're a student, help them get, you know, if they drop their books, help them pick their books up, pay for a, pay for a meal or share your lunch with them or uh, help them with a the test or, you know, there's so many different ways we, we can serve people. Um, then what I begin to do is uh, through, that, uh, through that first half of the month, because I've got this burden for that person, I'll begin to, as I've shared things like, listen, hey, I'm praying for you, and they say something like, uh, okay, why? Yeah, okay, you're praying for me, you know, that kind of thing. Then you can begin to listen, right? Maybe they make a statement like, man, I had a terrible weekend, or man, my family's falling apart, or that test, I I just broke up with my girlfriend, you know, whatever this is. And now you can just begin to read through and go and follow the transitional statements from the passion and the burden that you have from praying for them, to now the practical way of sharing the gospel that you've memorized in the G, okay, the gospel in the G, and then the P is the plan. So have a plan. Once a month, one person each month. The first half of the month, you're praying for them. The last half of the month, you are um, sharing that uh, that faith with them and serving them and calling for the question, sharing your uh, your experience and all that, which gets me to The last one, the G is the gospel, the P is the plan, and then the uh, S and the GPS is your story that is ignited by the Spirit, your story. This is what all of us need to do. Every single believer should have a one-minute plan, just a one-minute strategy. What is my story in one minute? Here's the easiest way to do that. First of all, write out your testimony on one page, three hundred words. That's it. One page, three hundred words. Don't write. Don't write too much. Uh, and here's what you should include in it: uh, three simple things. A before and after. Before God, after God. Second, is your old and your new. Okay, old things pass away. 2 Corinthians five seventeen. New, behold, new things have come. So uh, you've covered the before and after, the old and new, and then the dark and the light. People get this. Uh, Darkness, depression, I was struggling, making bad decisions, uh, addictions, whatever that is, self-harm. And then light. So do you see the change there? It's the before and after. It's the old and the new. And it's the dark and the light. That's how I like to do it. This is how I was, but now I'm this way. That's the easiest way for you to build your story. And then once you've written that out in one minute and those, uh, with those uh, uh, guides to before, after, old, new, uh, dark, and light, then what you do is you just uh, memorize what you wrote. And you'll learn to cut it in half. Cut in half the, uh, before I was this way. Now I am this way by the grace of God and the things that we talked about from the G in the gospel. Pretty simple? I think so. Maybe that will help you. Remember, in youth ministry, if we wanna reach all kinds of people, we need to have more than just one strategy and more than just one method. I would love to see you take this uh, teaching into a small group setting and help your students with this, or maybe just get the manuscript and put your own um, touch on that, okay? So again, thank you so much for joining us. Every week we come to you with a youth leadership topic. And this week we dealt with apologetics and sharing your faith. Again, please follow us on all kinds of formats. You'll see them at the bottom of the screen right now uh, once once we're finished with this. And uh, share this with somebody else.